Blog Talk Radio. I have returned to the land of the living. I am a zombie. I am a zombie. I am a zombie. Every dead body that is not exterminated becomes one of them. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. IVP videos, www.ivpvideos.com, $299 single disc, $599 double disc. They have all the Puro, Lucha, Indie Sleaze, uh, Best Ofs, Classics, whatnot that you're looking for. www.ivpvideos.com. Tell them KZ from Rubber Guard Radio sent you. Alrighty, guys. Welcome to the <clears throat> November 27th edition of Rubber Guard Radio. It's KZ and I got Mike for the evening. Alex Saint. What's going on, hey, brother? What's going on, brother? Oh, not so much. Watching the CCW, uh, getting ready for this Big Daddy V Kane match, but that's not what. I do have a caller on the line from the 760 area code, so I'm assuming that's probably Jeff. I don't know. It probably is. Caller on the air. Who am I speaking with? How are you guys doing? This is Jeff with SoCal Pro Wrestling. How you doing, brother? Welcome to Rubber Guard. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, Not a problem, on, Jeff. What's up, Alex? Whew. All right. Well, from what I hear through the grapevine, you have a show this Saturday. That's correct. We've got a we've got a pretty good show lined up uh, for this Saturday in Oceanside at the Boys and Girls Club. Tremendous. And. Uh, Got a, we got uh, five matches posted. We got a few, uh, few other things happening uh, that I hear are not posted yet. Mm-hmm. But a uh, big match of the night is going to be Jason Redondo making an open challenge to anybody in the SoCal Pro roster. That's cool. Um, so that that'll definitely be interesting. Okay. Also, we have Anchors Away making their debut. Anchors Away, yeah, they uh, the two of them uh, debuted in September. Uh, with us over in uh, Vista, they actually uh, fought each other. Uh, Alex was at that show, and uh, our first SoCal Pro event. They they really took it to each other, and this time, uh, you know, they're usually a tag team, so they're going to team up and face off against uh, the young guys, uh, Johnny Goodtime and Evangelic. And those guys are quickly making a name for themselves in SoCal Pro. Well, Goodtime's yeah, making a name they, all over San Diego. Yeah, they uh, they actually beat the Ballard Brothers last week in Oceanside at our last show last week, uh, which was uh, as our, our fans made it known they were 
they were all for it, and I think they were also a little shocked that they uh, took down the Ballard Brothers. Yeah, Ballard Brothers have been, geez, when did I first see them? Up here in 97. So, I mean, they've been, you know, a, a top-of-the-line indie indie tag tag team forever. Definitely. I think yeah. saying so the word indie. As well as down here as well. I think saying the word indie tag team is a little, little degrading. I mean, Ballard Brothers are really a really, really good tag team that could really actually, be... They've been all over the world, so I wouldn't really just say Indy. You're, you're right, Alex. Yeah, they, you know what? They've been I, all over the U.S. They've been all overseas, and... That's true. Shane and Shannon, I, I apologize. I'm sorry for the insult. You guys are <laughs> a top-of-the-line tag team. And I understand not every company has a role for somebody, but, I mean, you really uh, it really kind of hurts your heart seeing the Ballard Brothers not making bigger money elsewhere because of how talented they are, you know? Yeah, a lot of good talent. Well, both with the American style and the Lucha style. Yeah. Uh, when, Alex, have you ever seen any of their stuff from Mexico, from Tijuana? Um, no, I've not seen any of the stuff from Mexico. I'm, I'm only familiar with their UPW stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, they did a shot at CCW. They worked the Backstreet Boys. And then uh, I've not seen much Ballard Brothers, but from what I've seen, I mean, you know, it's, it's really, really good. If um, if you're interested in getting any Ballard Brother Lucha footage, www.bobbarnett.com. Check out Bob and search under the search engine for the Ballard Brothers. You'll be able to find some of the, their Tijuana stuff. It's pretty fun stuff. So it looks like they're hooking up with SoCal Crazy and I'm not Conde Jr., Conde, okay, cool. SoCal Crazy is on fire, but uh, he, he's what's definitely with Conde? On fire down here. He's definitely on fire down here in in, in San Diego. Uh, Conde Jr. is from Tijuana, and he's been uh, he's been working on pretty much all of the shows over here for SoCal Pro. And uh, this week we'll see him teaming up with SoCal Crazy. Conde's a, a big fan favorite over here as well. Oh, Conde, wasn't he trained by Rey Mysterio Sr.? Uh, that actually, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, we'll, we'll find that out. Alex, you find that out for for us yeah, on we'll, Saturday. We'll, I'll, we'll talk to him on Saturday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, I'm very interested in this 99 cent guy. <laughs> What's up with that? Nine, 99 cents. He's been he's been causing problems ever since uh, the debut in April. And he was he was sitting in the crowd. He was a fan. He he threw powder in one of our refs' faces as he was leaving the ring. Uh, he's interfered in match after match over the last few months. And uh, he's now getting his shot. He's going to face Ricky Mandel. He came out last week uh, pretty much challenging anybody. And Ricky Mandel came out and accepted the challenge for this week. So Ricky, Ricky Mandel, is, uh, he's, he's actually on a losing streak uh, so far, he hasn't won a match yet since uh, since the debut show in uh, April, and he's hoping to pick uh, pick up his first win. Hopefully, it'll be against 99 cents this week. Ricky Mandel's a hell of a talent. He's a he's a real talented kid. I don't know how old he is, but he's a he's very very talented. I would like to see him get bookings elsewhere as well. Who trained him, Alex? Do you know? Uh, he's trained at the he's, 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 tra- he's training with the Ballard Brothers, I believe. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Uh, uh, and uh, he's, you know, you watch him, and he's pretty much, you know, he's got that whole 80s style behind him. Uh, he's, you know, picture perfect, 
you know, good guy. So uh, hopefully he picks one up over 99 cents this week. And the last match I have listed here is Thunderwolf paired up with Paranoia. Paranoia. Yeah. Uh, those guys have been, they've, they've worked a few shows already. They, they do a lot of stuff in L.A. Thunderwolf works uh, up at the L.A. Dojo, I believe, every week. Uh, and they've, Paranoia has so far beaten Thunderwolf every time they fought so far in SoCal Pro, so I know uh, Thunderwolf's looking for a big win over him. So if you want to see Southern What's that? Oh, I'm just saying, if you want to see a so- showcase of some Southern California talent and you're uh, within, you know, two hours driving range, you know, I definitely suggest checking out this uh, SoCal Pro show coming coming up on Saturday. I'll be there, and uh, it's going to be a guaranteed good time. Good, good, good. We need we need more, 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 more shows down there in San Diego. You guys got to overtake Gorilla and uh, what used to be the L.A. scene. <laughs> I don't. I think it's starting to crumble. <laughs> From what I see, <laughs> seriously. But um, I mean, yeah, who's really with, running uh, up in LA? You know, hopefully with uh, with SoCal Pro and New Wave Pro Wrestling. Uh, hopefully, between us, we can we can bring some life back to San Diego. Uh, there hasn't really been anything solid running here consistently for you know uh, since uh, 2001. And hopefully, you know, it's, it's a long time without any wrestling down here. So hopefully, um, the two of us, we can kind of pick things up. What, what was the the last major promotion to run down in San Diego? Uh, it was W, and it was, uh, I believe the last show was 2001. Uh, it was in Oceanside. And I actually went to those shows. They They ran shows every two weeks, every other Saturday. Oh, wow. And... So you know that was the last, you know, the last big company, and a lot of a lot of great talent came out of there, and a lot of the guys that you see on the SoCal Pro shows, you know, started out there. So Did Redondo start out there. Uh, Redondo started out there. Yeah. Um, Alcatraz was out there. SoCal Crazy was out there. Uh, the Ballard Brothers worked out there. Uh, even TNT. So it, it was a great promotion, but you know. Uh, unfortunately, it ended. So, hopefully, you know, like I said, between SoCal Pro and New Wave Pro Wrestling, we'll kind of get things going again down here. I got plenty of time to plug it between here and now, but New Wave, we're coming back January twelfth. Uh, we posted some yeah. videos I've online. Been, I've been seeing a lot of a lot of postings on that. It looks like it's a really good show so far. Like, yeah, we're just, it's a couple weeks away, so but it's gonna, it looks so far like it's going to be a really good show. Yeah, we got some videos on there. You know, go and check them out. You know. <laughs> yeah, just hey, check them out. Alex, Alex, where can I see those videos? Um, you can see them on the official New Wave Pro Wrestling MySpace, which is www.myspace.com uh, backslash New Wave Pro Wrestling. And uh, there's, a, there's a blog on there that has all the videos. And uh, we'll keep posting videos so we run out of bandwidth on YouTube. So, <laughs> Hey, I actually I just logged in since you told me about that. I see your new tag team partner for the for that show is on here. Uh, say that one more time. You're uh, you're on here on the uh, MySpace. Yes. Posting posting for your match. I see that right now. Oh no, I was posting for uh, the match we just announced the the four way tag between oh. the way Surf's Up, Los Batos, Wapos. I messed up their name. And uh, with the, the other team that left out, Precious Rick Ellis and Ariel Star. 
They're likely oh, duo. That's it. They're teaming together. Yes, they're likely duo. Uh, those two, like we said in the other shows, you know, they, they had a really good match, so the commissioner felt necessary to team them up for this upcoming show and the uh, crowning of the first uh, New Way Pro Wrestling Tag Team titles. When's SoCal Pro going to get some belts? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the only belt I, I hear about right now is uh, is a world title. I know Jason Redondo and TNT keep coming out every every show. They keep coming out uh, talking about how Jason Redondo is the uncrowned champion. So I don't know if we'll, you know, we could possibly see a, you know, crowning of a champion soon. I don't know if it's going to be Jason Redondo or not, but he sure feels like, you know, he's the man to do it. Well, as the promoter of SoCal Pro, who do you think's up in that, that level where they could, you know, challenge? I don't, the... Hey, it could be anybody right now. Crazy. But SoCal know, crazy. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> SoCal crazy, man. He's, uh, He's pretty much the a top guy out here, and I know Alex would also vouch for that. Oh yes, yeah. but um, he's, he's my darling for this month at least. <laughs> you know, yeah, you said uh, you asked about tag team though, Alex. Uh, the Ballad Brothers, every, every show they're coming out actually grabbing the mic just like Redondo. I think they feel like you know they should be wearing gold too. They wear gold everywhere else they've been. Yeah, that's a that's a very true statement. <clears throat> so they're you know. It's tough right now. We'll see. We'll kind of see what happens over the next few months. That's good. That means the competition level is going to be up, and and everybody's going to win. Everybody's going to make money. The fans are going to be happy. Uh, the promotion will be happy, and then the boys will be happy. So, <laughs> what, well, what more do you need? Idea. <laughs> see, see that WWE. It's nice and simple. If you keep it simple, no, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. Alex, save me. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, brother. <laughs> so, so Jeff, um, how'd you get into the business? Um, I was a fan for a long time. I was, like I said, I, I pretty much was out here watching CCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I also own Wrestle Warehouse. I don't know right. if you've seen that website. It's WrestleWarehouse.com. Oh, yes. And we've got a lot of wrestling masks, DVDs, action figures, that kind of stuff. Do you uh, have any of the um, Jack's Classics figures? Yes, I do. Do you have the Series 13? Series 13? Yes. Al Snow? Al Snow, yes. That's the only figure I don't have. I co- Just for everybody that knows... I collect Al Snow memorabilia. So, Al Snow and head memorabilia. My bedroom is full of it. Jeff does have a piece of merchandise that you don't own and that I saw at the, the Russell Fan Fest, which is the Double Smash. Yeah, really? I, have a, uh, I, I, was not, I was not allowed to put it in, into the Russell Warehouse inventory. It's in my office, uh, proudly displayed. It is the tag team demolition two pack uh, double Smash figures uh, signed twice by Smash. Wow. <laughs> so cool. you were there with me, right, Alex? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You came up with me. He was uh, he was blown away when I brought that up to him to ask him to sign it. He said it's the first one he's ever seen. It was it was pretty cool. I've been a so, fan of demolition for a long time, so. It was a factory error, I'm assuming, right? It was a factory error, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> so that that's a priceless item. 
Yeah, you won't see that at WrestleWarehouse.com. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you're, well, never mind. <laughs> That's, we, the whole idea is we want you to make money here. <clears throat> okay, so you've been a fan. What made you decide to start promoting? Um, you know, mainly just like what we what we covered a little while ago. There, there's nothing been out here, mm-hmm. and I knew a couple people. I knew a guy uh, named Dave Lorian who was a ref over there at CCW, and that's kind of how it got started. We started talking about getting something going, and I think they uh, Trevor covered on it a little while. Uh, what last week was that when when he was on? Um, two weeks you know, ago, we were, two yeah. weeks ago, we were at yeah. a uh, we were at a saw show with Micropoda was running, and we didn't like kind of how things were going, so we we all kind of said let's get out of here, and from I think that was last November, and from there SoCal Pro and New Wave kind of you know were born, born from the ashes of saw of of saw yeah it's not saying that name anymore and i think now with you know with you know it's been about a year now i think we've all you know both of us have come a long way and hopefully it's only the beginning that's that's pretty good um my one of my personal goals for this show is to to revitalize the san diego scene um since up here in northern california we're dead and much Where exactly are you? Are you there's a lot of there's a lot of companies running up there in Northern California, isn't there? Um, I am in, uh, ten miles w- ten miles w- south w- of, ten miles south of San Francisco. So we have Kirk White's big time wrestling, and I don't like his workers. Yeah, I mean, I've, um, in a couple, I went but there was a him of his up there. I did a um, I was up there with Russell Warehouse. We did a uh, one of the fan fests that he had a couple years ago. The one with Bret Hart? With Bret Hart, yeah. Yeah. And uh, RVD was there. Mm-hmm. And that was that was actually yeah, that was actually the only one that I've done up there. Um, and I know APW runs a few shows up there as well. Um, I have heat with them, so it's, okay. that's not going to happen. So. I won't mention them then, sorry. <laughs> I, I talked with Alex enough about that today. So. Okay. Um, and then up in Sacramento, there's Supreme Pro Wrestling. Um. I've actually never Sacramento is a little far to drive, you know, to go to a show uh-huh. for me. Um, there's, with an occasional Lucha show in San Jose, but other than that, you know, there's really nothing here. Mm-hmm. But, That's a fan living in San Diego. I mean, I'm I'm really excited, you know, uh, you know, these companies are getting on the map, you know. I mean, uh, it, 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 as a fan, you know, I mean, I'm excited that, you know, there's a possibility of San Diego breaking out, you know, and making stars of these people. Like, I mean, I, I grew up watching a lot of UCW. Some of those guys, I mean, some of them you had heard of before from national companies, but a lot of those guys, you know, were just, you know, not necessarily UCW started those guys, but UCW brought them to the forefront, you know. So, I mean, we definitely got the, I think we have the horses between New Wave and SoCal Pro. We definitely have the horses that really makes a, a run out of this, you know, and, and give uh, the East Coast a run for their money, you know, because it's been a while since the East Coast, the, the West Coast is really, you know, knocked on their door. You know, the East Coast is a stronghold, you know. And then, uh, but I think the West Coast definitely, we definitely can make a mark, you know. And then uh, we get told, you know, every corner. I, I know Jeff's heard it, you know, I've heard it, you know, you can't you can't do anything in San Diego. I've been 
heard you can't do anything on the West Coast. But, I mean, uh, I said between SoCal Pro and New Wave, uh, the two companies are definitely trying to trying to, trying to prove those people wrong, and I, I think they'll be successful. Well, like like I mentioned to you before uh, we went on the air, Alex, I'm trying to beg my wife to let me come down for your for the uh, the New Wave uh, anniversary show. Um, yeah, that's in March. March. Yeah. So, Jeff, are there any plans to maybe uh, run a doubleheader on that weekend? So maybe you can share talent or whatnot. Yeah, you know, um, right now actually, there's I don't have a date yet set for March. Um, my next couple of shows are January 5th and February 9th. Uh, March and April, I I don't know yet. Our anniversary show is going to be in April. And uh, but what what we do is we try not to book on the same day because right. you know both companies we run on Saturdays, so that's what we're we come together to, you know, make sure we don't butt heads on there. Right. But you never know. Yeah, I was I was um discussing earlier in the day with Alex about the the concept of piggybacking with other companies. So that one they in the late nineties they used to do it out here with Big Time and All Pro, where one company would run run Friday and the other company would run on Saturday and they would go they would go in halves on trans for a bigger star and the per and the star would work both nights. That way you share on the trans and yeah. you don't have to pay as much. So that's that's what I was thinking since they're having a uh, new new wave is having a rather large show, you know, you guys might be able to piggyback. But uh, just ideas and thoughts. <clears throat> Alex? Yes. You there, brother? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just listening. Okay, I had that touch of sleep. I thought I heard some snoring. <laughs> oh, well, it came. <laughs> All righty. Let's see. <sighs> the Kane Big Daddy so, B match is about to come on, so. Uh, well, that's why you're falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, I'm going to give you the office. I need to use the restroom. So, okay. It's uh you're gonna have a little one on one time with your boy Jeff. Alright. I would take you with me, but it wouldn't be fair. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty guys, I'll be back in a few. Alright. By the way, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, what were uh, some of the events that happened at the last SoCal Pro show? You wanna give a rundown of uh some of the some of the matches and some of the happenings? Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, the first match that was up was uh, uh, you were actually not at that show, were you? You were no. You were over in Philadelphia. You were in Philadelphia, where uh, where they say wrestling can only happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, the show started out with Chimera and SoCal Crazy, and those guys have, uh, as you know, they've fought it. They've fought, you know, a few times already. And, uh, They've uh, traded wins, haven't they? They have been. Uh, Chimera picked up the win on this one. Oh, okay. And uh, after that was uh, was Johnny Goodtime and Evangelic against the Ballard Brothers. And like I said, the uh, Ballard, Ballard Brothers took defeat on that one. And the fans were uh, very excited about that one. Okay. Very excited to see the Ballard Brothers, you know, take a loss. <laughs> The Ballard Brothers are fan favorites in SoCal Pro. 
They, <laughs> the brothers are not too much of fan favorites. <laughs> Uh, after that was uh, Jason Redondo and Ricky Mandel. And uh, Ricky Mandel, as I said, you know, took another loss. Poor uh, Ricky. By the hands of, of Jason Redondo and TNT, and there was um, uh, that Barney came out again. I don't know oh, if you saw saw the results on that. Oh, did I? Or any photos. But uh, some somebody came out dressed in Barney, was... Uh, Walking out, rocking around the ring, kind of distracting things for uh, for Redondo. Um, but in the end, it was uh, Jason Redondo and TNT. They had their man. Um, they had uh, their old pal uh, dressed up in the Barney suit. Oh, okay. So okay, so it was a swerve. I thought we were yeah. going to lead toward a, a Barney TNT match to get TNT back in the ring. No, they're uh, they're kind of messing with people, I guess. They, um, you know, a lot of people say if it wasn't for TNT, Redondo wouldn't be as successful. But you know, we'll see. He he sure gets in there a lot <laughs> for not wrestling. <laughs> and then uh, you had an NWA title defense, didn't you, by Adam Pierce against uh, Baby Slim? Adam Pierce and Baby Slim. Um, you know, uh, halfway through the match, the uh, the referee was was uh, taken out, and uh, Slim uh, went for a cover, and there was no ref. So he went to the back. He pulled out a an extra ref that was back there, and the ref counted three, and uh, Baby Slim won the title. But uh, the other ref that was uh, was thrown out of the ring earlier in the match. Uh, he was watching the pinfall, saw that uh, Adam Pierce's leg was on the ropes. Uh, reversed the decision, and the match uh, continued. So, with that, Adam Pierce then picked up the win, and uh, there were a lot of Baby Slim fans in the crowd, which were not too happy at the end of the night. I imagine but, they weren't. Uh, <laughs> but it was uh, it was a great match. Great match. Actually, the uh, the DVD for that show uh, will be available this week. Uh, okay. You can actually you can actually go on uh, wrestlewarehouse.com and pre-order it. It'll ship in a few days. Okay. Well, I have to pick that one up since I missed that show. Yeah. But it was All right. Uh, I'm back. I'm sorry. Frankie Kazarian, Rocky Romero, right? Uh, Frankie Kazarian, Rocky Romero were uh, were the semi-main. And uh, they they definitely uh, they definitely put on an awesome match. So Unfortunately, Sasuke couldn't make it, but I think Frankie Kazarian is a I, I don't know if he's a, a he's a, he's a he's a good replacement. You know, having Sasuke is one thing, but Frankie, I mean, he's really really good. I think I mean, yeah, the, you the, know, the term you're looking for, Alex, is suitable replacement. Suitable, yes. That's that's a promoter's way of saying um, the guy didn't show, so we got this other guy to fight. But I do I do have a caller on the line from the eight five eight area code. All right. Caller? Yes. Welcome to Rubber Guard Radio. Who am I speaking with? This would be Ryan Stone. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Doing good. How's everyone doing? Doing all right, doing all right. Just wanted to call her to Jeff and Alex on there. Wanted to call him and say I uh, can't wait for the show this coming Saturday, Jeff. Oh well, uh, you are you're on the show this week, from what I see. 
Uh, you and your buddy anchors away. You guys are taking on um, Evangelic and Johnny Goodtime. Can't wait for that match. I've been wanting it for a month. Tremendous. Then uh, at the New Wave show, we got the, the Fatal 4-Way again for the tag team titles. Anchors away, surfs up. Uh, Rick Ellis and Ariel Starr and uh, Los Vatos Locos. I think it's uh, I'm going to go with the Mexicans, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, those guys. Yes. The, the big Mexicans. Yes, and uh, Davey and I have been training really hard, beating up guys in Mexico just to win those belts. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> there was actually a huge banner at the Cow Palace that said Mexican. And then we were plotting on how we were going to steal this huge banner because that would be awesome to walk out to. It, it actually really was a cool banner. Uh, I was I was upset that we couldn't take it. But we did steal some official Russell Fan Fest uh, posters. We did. They were uh, they weren't just posters, Alex. They were fifteen uh, foot vinyl uh, prints. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> Real deal. We were given them. We didn't steal them, Alex. Yes. Hey, yes. We were. You know what? Whatever. Whatever. Chris Salisbury can kiss my ass. But <laughs> oh, anyway. you uh, you live up there with him, right? Not with him. Near him. But uh, I hear they're still looking for him. Yes. Yes. Um, I've actually been following the case rather closely. I have friends in the Daly City Police Department, and um, the guy has just disappeared. Oh wow! You know, they just they can't find him. So I heard some of the guys got paid later on, but the checks didn't clear right away. Shame. There's actually uh, footage of the the first Don Fry fight up on uh, YouTube right now. Yeah, I heard about that. That. I haven't had time to check it out, but... That, uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, I, I saw that video that you, that you were putting out there, Alex, that, of that first fight. I'd have to say, after watching that, the second one that we were able to witness was a, a lot more intense. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree. Coming up on the elevator, seeing Don Fry get knocked out. <laughs> well, welcome to Saturday night. <laughs> oh, uh, Ryan? Yes. Um, within the next couple of weeks, I will be having both of the Heartbreakers on. Ooh. So I'm pretty sure that'll be a show you'd like to listen to. And I might have um, to call in on that one. I've got to ask him a couple questions. I, uh, I contacted, uh, Sean first, and I've dealt with Sean in the past, and I asked him if he wanted to come on the show. He said, uh, only if he can have his partner on at the same time. I said, oh, hey, no problem. Yeah, twist your arm, huh? Yeah, no shit. I really like those those guys. They're really, really talented. That's uh, any any chance of bringing them to uh, either one of your companies? That would be cool. I wouldn't mind having the AWA Tag Champs on uh, one of the shows. I'd actually like to go out there and work them in a match, though. There you go. There you go. Big Daddy VB uh, Kane, just to let everyone know, Big Daddy VB Kane. Oh, wow. Match of the year? Uh, I'd put it up there. I'd put it, uh, if, if not match of the decade. I think Johnny Mahalo will be very happy with that one. <laughs> Johnny Mahalo is a huge uh, Viscera, Mabel, Big Daddy V fan. Oh, really? Yeah. He's the, he credits Big Daddy V for his reasoning to become a wrestler. Oh, Jesus. And he's, what, five foot nothing, 100 and nothing? <laughs> I'd say about, you know, five seven, five eight, you know, 150 pounds. Weighs weighs about what one of Big V's boobs weighs, probably. Probably, yes. Now, speaking Maybe of Big Daddy under, V... 
Uh, I'm working on getting his former tag team partner on the show. Uh, Mo? Mo, yeah. Mo. I wonder what Mo's doing. There you go. He's <laughs> he's uh, still based out of Memphis and, you know, working out in that area. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I have to give credit to my partner, Jamie Dundee, for hooking that up for me. Um, also, for those that are listening, many apologies about uh, last Tuesday's show. Um, I can't seem to get an archive of it, but I'm trying. What show was that? Uh, I went two hours with Jamie Dundee. Oh, and you can't archive it? Uh, it for some odd reason, the Blog Talk uh, site can't seem to locate the archive. Oh, no. I want to hear that show. And my uh, my my backup recorder, uh, Chris Couture, who does the Observer Lives on Sundays, yeah. he just started recording the shows oh, after no. the after that one. But uh, <laughs> the Blog Talk people are trying to trying to locate the file. But that oh, was that one can be uncovered. Show. Oh, it it has to be recovered. I mean, I'm willing to pay to have that thing recovered. <laughs> I mean, it it was that good of an interview. Wow. So, so how are you feeling about the show on Sunday, uh, 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 Ryan? Uh, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, or Saturday, excuse me. Yeah, feeling Cal- pretty good. I've seen a Johnny Goodtime and Evangelic work quite a bit, so I think Anchors Away is going to come out with a W on this one. No doubt about it. You know, we, ju- we just took on uh, Mr. Tempest and some dude named... Uh, Hanio Del Air down in Mexicali in, in the main event. And no problem beating those guys. Two out of three falls, no problem. So I think we could take these guys on the one-fall match. How was the yeah, heat down the there, one. brother? What's that? How was the heat down there? In Mexicali? Mm-hmm. It uh, wasn't too bad. In other words, how good of the heat did you guys bring? We tried. The fans, the fans were, they were into a lot of the match, but... You know, as much racial, racial uh, slurs that we could throw at them, some of them just wouldn't stand up. I don't know. Well, Mexicali is, is you know, it's more Americanized than other other parts of the border towns. So, you, I mean, it's kind of a struggle to get, you know, that I'm, I'm not even, I hate the term cheap heat. But you're not going to be able to get, you know, the heat that you really want unless you, you know, pretty much go out there and kill someone. Yeah, and we, but, you know, we damn near did that. No, there you go. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they liked when we started singing the national anthem for the U.S. But <laughs> you know, like I said, we we uh, we won in the end, and Mr. Tempest wanted us back to do a. He wants revenge on us for cracking him over the head with one of our flags. So we'll have to see what happens there. There you go. There you go. You'll nice little car, car ride across the uh, border, and make sure you check your trunk on the way back so you don't bring anything back. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, tr- trust me, that's not fun. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to keep listening to the show. And, uh, Jeff, I'll see you Saturday when I beat your uh, little tag team down. Hey, you guys, uh, they might run circles circles around you guys. You guys might want to get in the gym for some cardio. Uh, I think a couple <laughs> trips to Taco Bell will be fine. Those guys can move. <laughs> that they can. Well, Ryan, Ryan, before you get off the phone, how about we get a closing promo on those... Uh, Two foreigners. Uh, the two foreigners they took on down in Mexicali. You know what? Those two guys, at the, at the end of the match, they started yelling at us some gardener talk. I don't know what it was. 
he was talking about having us back on a Monday or a Sunday. Then he, he couldn't make up his mind. We cracked him so hard over the head with that flag. It didn't matter. We, we'll take all of Mexico on. Anchors away. You'll see us in about a year. Top of Mexico. No one will be able to touch us. We'll be the champs everywhere. Orderly. Mr. Tempest and Junior Del Air, whatever his name was, they're just a stepping stone for us. What's Rod Stone's prediction for uh, the January 12th Fatal 4-Way? Anchors away all the way. <laughs> There's no way that those other jabronis could beat us. No way. Hoorah. 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 Thank you, sir. Thanks for joining the show. Have a good night, guys. All right, brother. Wow. Anything can happen here on Rubber Guard Radio. I <laughs> love was, it. Uh, that was the great Ryan Stone from Anchors Away. That's the yes. first ever time I've heard him cut a promo. Usually uh, David E. Jones cuts most of the promo, so... Well, there you go. Alex, that was my gift. That was my gift to you, brother. <laughs> Usually, Ryan Stone's the yes man. David well, Jones will be saying something, and Ryan Stone says yes, yes. But if you uh, are in the area of San Diego on Saturday, you'll have the pleasure of watching Anchors Away take on Johnny Goodtime and Evangelic. I haven't heard anything about uh, Evangelic. <clears throat> what's, uh, what's the story on that kid? Uh, he's been, you know, he he works up in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? He he's been coming down for a lot of the SoCal Pro shows, so hopefully he, uh, you know, gets his name out there a little more. He he was training at the UPW school around the same time as Ricky Mandel. Oh, okay. I I yeah. was thinking he may have been one of the garage kids, but the uh, garage kids. Yeah, there's uh. I forget the name of the school, but there's a little garage up there in, in East L.A. that trains luchadors. Oh, okay, okay. Never heard I, of that. I can't remember for the life of me. Maybe it's the gimmicks talking, but I really can't remember. But, uh, yeah, they would, they would, it was a small garage where during the day they would, they would work on cars, and at night they, they would bring out the ring and they would teach lucha. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, a lot of people came out of there. New Wave Pro Wrestling is actually about to open up a lucha school starting in uh, January, I believe. SoCal Crazy is going to be the head uh, instructor, and uh, we're really looking forward to that. That's Well, that's good. I mean, the, kid, the kids nowadays, when they go into train, train to be a pro wrestler, you need to learn all aspects because then you're valuable yeah. as opposed to, you know, just a guy, a strong stylist or you know, a hardcore guy or whatnot. Um, also, you got to watch your tapes. All aspiring Thanks wrestlers out there, watch your fucking tapes. Yes. Alex can vouch for that one. Yes, which I've still not seen a tape of the debut show, but I'm I'm assured it'll be out before Christmas, but I'm still waiting on it. So, uh, Jeff, what's your, your uh, warehouse website again? It's uh, www dot wrestlewarehouse.com okay because I want to pick up the uh, the show with anchors away against each other <laughs> check out the battle of the semen <laughs> the battle of the semen it only happened once yes we we cannot have the rematch up here in, in San Francisco actually we should it would draw <laughs> <laughs> you know I I, I sent uh, I sent Ryan, a um, oh no, it was it was Dave. I sent uh, David a message the other day, and I said, um, whenever I see his picture on his on his MySpace, I always think of uh, the village people in the Navy. <laughs> there was actually an in the Navy chant at a an IZW show in Arizona, 
and then uh, they actually got to end the Navy chant. There were faces, so people were singing the song. It was a good time. Yeah, that's that's pretty trippy. IZW. <laughs> IZW. That's wow. uh, it's Navajo Warriors promotion now. Yeah, there Navajo Warrior. Yeah, Ghost yeah. Walker and those guys. Yeah, but uh, who's that guy is a uh, is it Jack Bull? Uh, he there, was. He, I think? Uh, Giant the Bull. You're talking about? No, uh, Jack Bull. Oh, okay. He got a developmental deal, and then I think he got fired. I'm not familiar with him, but Johnny the Bull was down there as Red Rum, and then now he's on yeah, TNA. And, yeah, and he was uh, working uh, the IZW show that Anchors Away was on. Hmm. Yeah, I, I actually was out there at a show in, in uh, Arizona. Um, I Actually, I can never remember the promotion, but it was uh, last August. Um, Johnny the Bull was out there wrestling. And uh, Ballard Brothers were on the show. Um, I think Johnny did time too. Was it a was it a a Dale Gagne AWA show on a reservation? No, no, I did go to a. I, I was. Uh, uh, which one was it? It was at the the Pinal County Fair. Uh, it was an AWA show at a at a fairgrounds, and that was uh, I think it was. Man, that was probably a year and a half ago. And that was an AWA show, though. Cool. It was actually a pretty good show. Uh, Roddy Piper was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he do his one-man show, show or, or a commission commissioner type? Um, You know what? I honestly don't remember. Mm-hmm. It was a while okay. ago, and I was I was busy with the warehouse. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, if you don't remember, then it wasn't the one-man show, because that's, that's something you just won't forget. Yeah, I, yeah. We were supposed to get the one-man show with the, the Russell Fan Fest, but he ended up just doing a Q&A where he denied, the, uh, he denied the story about him and Buddy Rose going to a grocery store and then uh, him suing the grocery store. Uh, we won't say who shit. says that story, but, yeah, Piper denied it. I look like I caught him kind of off guard with the question, though. I just hate going to seeing a, a legend's you – know, I hate – Hey, shoot interviews and then hear legends interviews because they, everyone asks them the same exact questions and then they just have their high spots and then you know, that's it. Okay, like you've um, seen one, you've seen them all. Just a quick announcement. Um, tomorrow in the late morning in the early, or the early afternoon, we're going to have a special edition of Rubber Guard Radio. Uh, my two guests will be Buddy Wayne and San Francisco legend. Moondog Ed Moretti. Oh wow! Yeah, I scored him today. So Ed, oh, wow. Ed is um, the father-in-law to Buddy Wayne, and uh, Ed is up in the Seattle area for a couple days, uh, doing some training and screwing around up there. So I'm going to get them both. Uh, this was a spur of the moment thing. Um, it should be very, very fun. I've never heard a bad Buddy Wayne interview. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No shit. Uh, oh, well, cheap plug. www.f4wonline.com, $7.99 a month. If you sign up today, you will be able to get another Buddy Wayne interview with uh, Brian Alvarez this Thursday. So you can get all the Buddy Wayne you want. Um, that guy is he's fucking insane, but I love him to death. <laughs> uh, Alex, I hear that uh, you plan on making a trip up there to uh, do some training. Yeah, I want to I head up there sometime early next year. Uh, the new, new Wave School, they're real good about, you know, uh, going out and going to different schools. 
different styles. I mean, I don't want to get locked into, you know, just one particular way of teaching or whatever. So I definitely want to – Buddy Wayne, I mean, he's got a lot to offer. He's been in the business for a long, long time. And then I uh, want to spend a good two weeks up there and go train with him. His website's www.buddywayne.net. And uh, he's got a school information on there up in Washington. If you're up in Washington, I'd, I'd definitely suggest training there. But, I mean, uh, I'm planning on checking it out. Otherwise known as OVW West. OVW West. That's actually a pretty cool thing uh, with the with the New Wave School too. Is they they really do they push their guys to go out and see other things and train from other guys and just get as much experience as possible. Because you know when you when you you know if you're not doing that, you're really not going to get that much better. Exactly. And you can learn a lot more from going to other guys. Goes back to what I said about the cross training. You know, the more people you work with or or train with, the better off you will be. And you know, I mean, that's just the truth. I mean, I'm not in the business. I've never been. I've never tried to break in. But I've I've noticed that there are guys out there that work different styles, and they get booked on different shows for different styles, and they learn those um, by training with multiple people. And the perfect example is Chris Hero. I mean, Hero is trained with, you know, all kinds of different people. And Hero he, is a training monster. He, who has no shit. He's a machine. But yeah. I'm. we're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. So right. I'm going to play a couple commercials. Got to pay the bills. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Damn, drop board here. And here we go. Nope. Drop boards down. So, uh, <laughs> so much closing for IVPV. You want to do a live commercial? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. Uh, www.ivpvideos. A word from our sponsor. Be sure to check out. Be sure to IVP check out. Videos. IVP videos. <laughs> Three drops at once. That was funny. Let's try it again. And uh, a word from our sponsor. Be sure to check out IVP Videos, www.ivpvideos.com. $2.99 single disc, $5.99 double disc. For all your Purasau, Lucha Libre, some MMA, a lot of classic stuff, obscure Japanese indies, a lot of indie sleaze. Once again, IVP Videos, www.ivpvideos.com. Okay, that was gay. I need to record some new fucking commercials tomorrow. But I do have another. I do have another caller on the line from the six one nine area code. San Diego represent. Caller, who am I speaking with? Caller, from the six one nine. Welcome to Rubber Guard Radio. I guess uh, we have a shy caller. I think we should call him now. <laughs> should I? What's his number? Call him back. <laughs> He's still him. on. <laughs> He's still on. I, I didn't mute him. Oh, hung up. <laughs> All right. It was a 708 number, so if anybody knows it. But uh, I'm going to play one more commercial. I do need to get a quick cup of coffee, so here we go.
So if you hate the stuff today but love the old stuff, the Carl Stern shows are for you. CarlStern.com. And guess what, Fetso? I'm the world champion. Runs down the history of wrestling. CarlStern.com. Now, for a lot of you people out there, that's a real hard neck to swallow. Talks about stuff largely that happened before 1989. And the whole goddamn world goes the Carl Stern Show, carlstern.com. So if you hate the stuff today but love the old stuff, the Carl Stern Shows are for you. carlstern.com. You want all the money, you want all the glory, you want to fly first class, you want to walk around with someone like her, you don't deserve it. Woo! There you go. Quick plug for Carl Stern, good friend of the show. <laughs> and uh, we do have a caller from the 619 again. Caller. <clears throat> Caller from the 619. Where the hell are you? Are you there? Right here. Who am I speaking with? Who the hell do you think it is? It's TNT. I'm calling from Green Bay, Wisconsin, not the crappy 619. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting here listening to you guys shell this ignorant crap you're trying to hawk on these commercials. How about we talk about the man, the radiant one, Jason Redondo at SoCal Pro. This is uh, this is the man that I said uh, a lot of people say Jason Redondo wouldn't be getting a lot of these victories if it wasn't for this man. And that's what a lot of people say, TNT. Hey, it's real simple. My man is undefeated in SoCal Pro, and we're gunning for that SoCal Heavyweight Championship. As soon as the promoter gets a little money in his pocket and buys a damn championship belt, we're strapping the gold around his beautiful waist. Beautiful? Okay. That's a little much. Hey, he's a svelte oh. young man. Well, thank you for joining the show, TNT. I appreciate you calling in. It's an honor for you. That it is. That it is. So, what are your plans for this Saturday evening? Plans for this Saturday, it's real simple. It's an open challenge. We've issued an open challenge not only to SoCal Pro, but anybody in the professional wrestling world. Any of these goons want to try and get across the border, swim their way up, whatever the hell they do these days, come across in somebody's trunk, bring up someone from Mexico. The Ballard's got any buddies up in Canada, bring them down. It doesn't matter. Redondo has no challenges left in SoCal Pro. Bring them on, baby. Well, there you go. You know, the, this man speaks the truth, though. Uh, Jason Redondo is undefeated so far. He's taken down everybody that uh, pretty much that, that's been up against him. So, hey, not only has he taken them down, what, what what happened to Alcatraz? Everybody's San Diego's own Alcatraz. Guess what? We ran his ass right out of the state. There you go. Hey, Alex, make sure you bring yeah. your gear on Saturday. <laughs> I, I don't want any of Redondo. Hey, strap it up and get your ass in there. We'll take you down, too. <laughs> Tremendous. 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 So, yeah, Alex, Alex, all I want to know is yes. I want a challenge out here. You have your ear to the ground, all right? Yes. You you seem to be the man that knows everything about deep SoCal. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be Alex saying if I didn't. I wouldn't be. Who is going to accept Redondo's challenge? Uh, I've heard I've heard a lot of scuttlebutt about who who wants to. A lot of people want to take out Redondo. But the question is, who can take out Redondo? But I think uh, I think Redondo is going to have a challenge this Saturday. 
Now, I've heard a couple of people uh, wanting to accept, accept the challenge at the Boys and Girls Club. Don't well, beat I'm, around the bush. Give us some names. Chaos. Bring it. How about a good friend of the show, Supreme? Bring it. I'd Thank love to you. see Supreme cut him up. Redondo would work circles around that jackass. <laughs> he is a professional wrestler. What happens uh, if Ricky Mandel uh, into the ring? What happens if Ricky Mandel wants to accept the challenge? How many times have we beaten Mandel? Seventeen now? Seriously, we just whipped his ass last weekend. Barney took out Mandel. That's how embarrassing that was. And what a triumphant return it was from my good buddy, James McFarlane. That was beautiful. Who knows? Maybe TNT will bring out some of his old buddies and uh, see if we can't whip some more surprises on SoCal Probe. How about B-Boy? B-Boy. Oh, I think he lost his smile. He pulled a Shawn Michaels. Screw him. Yeah, I think B-Boy's, uh, B-Boy's retirement match is coming up pretty soon. He's he's throwing it up. You're damn yeah. right. I, I don't, I, I don't think he has what it the takes original Redondo nowadays. B-Boy. That puke ducked think... me for so many years when we had matches lined up. It's not even funny. I'd love the chance to ruin his retirement party. Uh, let me think. How about Jesse Hernandez, School of Hard Knocks? <laughs> Yeah, go old school. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's get a handicap match. We'll get him and Bill down here. I'm sure they're getting along real well these days. Oh boy. Well, TNT, I appreciate you coming on the show. I'm going to give you the office. I want you to plug whatever you need to plug. I'm going to plug something if you don't shut your ass up. That's all I got to say right there, buddy. Saturday night, Jason Redondo, SoCal Pro, Oceanside. Be there. Goodbye. Now, that guy's a fucking heel. That was fun. What do you guys think? Well, that's, that's what we have to deal with every every SoCal Pro show. He's uh, he's the man behind Jason Redondo. Mm-hmm. They put uh, an open challenge out last week for uh, anybody who wants to accept the challenge. Uh, the video is on our website right now, www.socalprowrestling.com. And uh, it'll be definitely be uh, an interesting night on Saturday. Does TNT uh, work in the ring at all? Uh, right now, he's, he's currently managing. Uh, oh, okay, so he's strictly a manager. Yeah, that guy's—he's—he's he's got some talent. That was a pretty damn good promo. But that's, you know, from my amateur years. But, uh, hey, we're keeping the. Uh, no one, no one's ever going to say that Rubber Guard Radio exposed the business. That's all I got to say. That's right, brother. That's right. Keep it real. <laughs> if I could ever get Dave Wills on the f- fucking show. But anyway. So, Alex, uh, you got the office. Okay, well, uh, this Saturday, the uh, Boys and Girls Club, uh, check out SoCal Pro Wrestling. I'll be there. Uh, I don't think I'm ready to accept Redondo's challenge, but uh, you, can say, you can say hey to me in the audience. Uh, then January 12th, we got the huge return of uh, New Wave Pro Wrestling, a New Year's Vendetta. And then... Uh, Check out all the MySpaces. You can find all the links on the Rubber Guard Radio uh, MySpace. And uh, support, support your local wrestling scene, you know. If you're within two hours, you know, come check out SoCal Pro, a new wave show. New wave pro two, hours. Show. two hours? Two uh, hours? Nine yeah. hours, brother. 
I'm nine hours, and we're definitely thinking about the anniversary show. And the March anniversary show and the April Jeff's anniversary show, those are going to be two uh, shows that uh, I think both promotions are going to be able to hang their hat on. And uh, can't wait. Big things are going to be happening in San Diego. So I uh, hope everyone's ready. Tremendous. Tremendous. Well, let's see. I have a message here from Lakura on my okay. MySpace. Let's see what this kid has to say. Uh, who, who is this? Who is this? Lakura, L-O-C-U-R-A. Exactly. Some uh, a bomb making his debut against me at the at the January 12th show. Oh, really? Yes. The commissioner decided to stick this guy in here with with me, you know, because I made my triumphant debut at the at the November 12th show, the return, November 10th. I'm getting my dates messed up. Yeah. So I made my 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 debut there. And then, uh, you know, i got people coming out of the woodwork to challenge me. That's why I, I'm bringing Team Saint with me on uh, January 10th. You know, i got m- my bodyguards, and uh, i got my own personal ring announcer. i got my wrestling coach coming with me. And, uh, you know, i got I got to stay in tip-top form. You know, I'm real young, and people are trying to get me already, you know, because I'm already looking so amazing, you know. So, you know how it is. <laughs> Tremendous. All right, now back to you, Jeff. Um, I do have a question. That I tend to ask most of my guests. I'm how the last fall... one, looking good. <laughs> how did you fall in love with the business, Jeff? Uh, wait, wait. What was that again? How did you fall in love with the business? Uh, like I said earlier, uh, just becoming a fan. Uh, I liked what I saw. I'd... Interacting with the wrestlers, managers, like you just see TNT. Uh, uh, stuff like that. Okay. So it wasn't like a specific match or angle or anything? Oh, I, I started watching so long ago, I can barely remember. Mm. Yeah, mine mine was uh, in the legendary Cal Palace, 1984. I mean, I was a fan before, but I wasn't, you know, really hardcore. But it, the main event of that show was Bruiser Brody and Jerry Blackwell, and they were all over the whole place, bleeding all over. And I was hooked. That oh, wow. that was, you know. <clears throat> so, Brody's always been, you know, very special place in my heart. What's this Lokera message that you're uh, you're telling me about? What's the what's the Lokera message? Um, well, I asked him if he, you know, he wanted to come on the show and whatever, and oh. come on for an interview, and I don't know. I told I told him to call in. You know, I'm all oh. call in, man. You know, call in. I don't know if he knows how to operate a phone. I know he's got a, a nurse, Nancy, that uh, takes care of him. So I don't even know if the, the guy knows how to operate a phone. I, I swear to God, I hope he knows how to wrestle. Because, I mean, he signed the contract to face me. And, I mean, now I'll, I'll wrestle the nurse, Nancy, if I have to. I mean, you know, I'm getting paid that night. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, we're going to take another break here. Um... How how does uh my name is El Wapo sound, Alex? Oh, that sounds fabulous. All right, I think we'll uh we'll pump that during a quick break here. Dang it, the dang it, the dang. Bang, bang, bang. El Wapo. Bang, bang, bang. El Wapo. Bang, bang, bang. El Wapo. Bang, bang, 
El Wapo. He tried to kill me, so I gotta return the favor. I believe in two eyes for an eye. Gonna bounce his head on the table ten times. Dong, 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 Don't you ever do this. Smack his face. Ow. Knee to the face. Bang, bang, bang. I'm sorry, sir, but I'm gonna break your leg. Okay, I'm sorry. Bang, no, I'm not. Wishing down as hard as I can. Break the arm. And I go, whoop, like this. And I slit your throat. And it's over and out. Wrong move. Don't do that to El Wapo. Bang! Bang! Uh, El Wapo. Bang! Bang! Uh, El Wapo. We are in a happening place. There are many weapons. A glass, very dangerous. You can stab it right in front of somebody's face. Then we have the pepper and salt. Now it can blind him. Of course, a nice little plate. Break it, and now it's the stabbing device. It will have sharp edges, and it can cut your throat. You can cut people with it. Oh, look at this. Now, this is a big one. The bottle of beer. I was on the street. I took two beer bottles because we were fighting like seven guys. You break the bottle on his hat, that will work for sure. Listen, man. Somebody's telling me that about my wife. I grab his toes and then I'm gonna go like that. This knee will be shattered. Now I got two people only to take care of. Like a Jackie Chan roundhouse kick. Bang! Bang! Uh, El Wapo. Bang! Bang! Uh, El Wapo. El Wapo. Bang! Bang! Uh, El Wapo. Bang! Bang! To the bang! Three times. Grab the barrel. Give me your wallet. Maybe he holds a gun there. And they shot already two people. You know you're gonna die. Boom! I'm gonna die. Elbow and bang! Bang! Grab the gun. Hit him with the barrel. You got it. Alrighty, we're back on Rubber Guard. Alex, Jeff, you catch yeah. the bomb? Uh, yeah, right, cool. what, what, what just happened? Uh, <laughs> that was a beautiful song that was created by Mr. Canada from the F4W Online Empire. Um, it's called My Name is El Wapo, and it's a beautiful song. Um, I did need to take a quick break. But I just got a private message on my MySpace. Some little jackass, 99 cent, decides to cut a promo on me. Oh, no. That's not, that's not good. That's not good. Nine nine cents is after you. That's not a good thing. Hey, bring it, <laughs> bring it. Okay, I've been I've been in my fair share of scraps. So I know you're listening there, ninety nine cents. You better watch your back come March. You never know what might happen. You may have to show up at a new wave show, and I may have something for you. But you never know. I, you might be you might be making the wrong move by challenging him. <laughs> He'll go to New Wave if he needs to. <laughs> That's the that point. That guy's been jumping the railing for the last six months with SoCal Pro just to get a shot. So we'll see him make his SoCal Pro debut uh, this Saturday night. Like I said, it's Ricky Mandel. 
And then the non nine nine cents related uh, topic. I just remembered this this Sunday. Um, this may or may not be true, but you may be able to see the official Russell Warehouse table at a, a lucha show. I, I don't, I don't know the the Mexicans. They don't have the internet or MySpace, so uh, you can't find any of their their MySpaces or websites. But there's a lucha show in Escondido, I believe. And uh, anyway, Alex, 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 wait, no Mexicans have. What did you just say? Uh, I'm pretty sure they don't have the internet or uh, MySpace down there yet. In general, like in in Mexico yeah. or in the U.S. In, in Mexico, or oh. Mexicans living in the U.S. Okay, I was very confused with your statement. Yes, well, Alex, if they're in the U.S. and they're legal Americans, and yeah, at that point, I think they can gain access to the internet and uh, MySpace. But I'll be there looking for a fight, and if I can't find a fight, then I'll be sitting behind the Russell Warehouse table. Speaking of Lucha Libre, there is another company running shows out here in San Diego since there's a show all about San Diego wrestling. Uh, LLII uh, is running a show in Escondido on Sunday at 3 o'clock at the Kit Carson Park Amphitheater. There you go. Okay, Alex. For a fight? Alex, I just got a message from Nurse Nancy. Okay. <laughs> she says you better watch your back, man. Lacour is coming, and he is pissed. I think okay. you might want to watch out. She brings her man to the to the ring in a collar. Uh, yeah, I saw that. He has a leash. He has a leash. I mean, he yeah. you can't even let that guy off the leash. So, you flea bitten too? I wouldn't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if the the, the man needs a, a leash, I mean, please, you know, don't don't take your. Uh, your sexual, uh, whatever you're into, into the ring, you know? I mean, leave the leash outside. Just handle this like men. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm the fastest rising star, you know, in, in this area, you know? And it'll be the world soon, sooner than later. And then uh, I, I just don't think Locara, however you say his name, uh, knows what he's getting into. Whatever his name means. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Spanish major. I'm a, I'm a professional wrestler. So uh, he can bring the leash. He can bring a nurse. He can... Uh, he can act all crazy in the ring. Uh, he can do what he wants. But, I mean, uh, I'm there to wrestle, and that's what I do best. Tremendous. For those that are listening, um, we're going we're gonna to break away from the usual format here. We're going to do a little trivia. Um, I'm in a giving mood. Um, the person that can call in and give me the correct answer to this trivia question, and no, Alex, you're not eligible, uh, will <laughs> we'll receive... Courtesy of F4WOnline.com, the Battle of the Empire, Brian versus Vinny. So, the call-in number is area code 347-215-7946. And in honor of my two guests that will be on the show tomorrow, this is going to be an old-school question. Who was the second-ever WWF Intercontinental Champion. Call in now, area code 347-215-7946. If you have the correct answer, I will uh, shoot you this Battle of the Empire, Brian versus Vinny. Oh, it's because I know the answer. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure you have this. Don't you have this one, Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have it. I was well, one of the ones that donated money so they could uh, yeah. put on the battle. Yeah, I did too. I donated as well. See that we're we're partially responsible for getting Chico out of retirement. How about we yeah. bring Chico down for a vacation to to San Diego? 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure, Alex, you'd like to get your hands on his skinny ass. Yeah, after uh, Super Chico proved me wrong last Sunday at the Chikara show by beating uh, Sweeney Sour Larry Sweeney, I mean, I'm speechless. I still haven't gotten over that loss. I mean, Sweeney was cheated. The ref turned his uh, turned his back on Sweeney, and uh, that's what officials hey, hey, are supposed to do. Alex, how much did you pay for that that autograph with Sweeney, with you and him with the title? Oh, how much? Did I, I didn't. I didn't have to pay anything. He said normally. Oh, I saw you give him some money. No, no, no. That was uh, for a blowjob later. Hey, oh. hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on. Hey, it was in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that, dude. I'm local, so <laughs> make the joke. That is. I hope to one day be on a. Sweet and sour, Larry Sweeney's level. It won't be too much longer, but uh, hope one day. So what? You think you might be a new member of his uh, of his entourage in ROH? Oh, if, if Gabe Sapolsky would pay me the money, I would be the the first guy on the show. <laughs> much less be a Sweet and Sour Incorporated. Uh, cool, cool. So Jeff, do you follow any other indies? I do. I, I follow as much as I can. I'm I'm nowhere near Mr. Alex Saint. Well, you know, Alex is Alex, but um what what uh recent stuff have you seen indie wise that have caught your eye? Uh you know, pretty much just you know, the LA stuff. Um I try to, to watch some stuff from the East Coast online, but you know, like I said, I'm nowhere near Mr. Alex Saint. Have you seen Chikara at all? You know what? I haven't. Oh, Alex, Alex, take care of this guy. Yeah, I need to expose you to the greatness of Chikara. Um, If you have a Walmart near you, you can um, pick up their their commercial DVD. Uh Um, It's ten bucks, and it's two hours. It's just stacked stuff, and it's a really good sampler. Um, You can pick that up at BestBuy.com or um, Walmart. Or highspots.com, uh, find retailers I, I, all over. I, I don't, I don't use that website. And also, I'd like to throw out a serious plug out there. If you go to jacarapro.com, they have, uh, they're accepting donations right now. For the show I was at, Lindsay Dorado had a had an accident and uh, had a severe concussion. And uh, there's a there's a way. I mean, you know, it's all fun and games, but I mean, uh, in the world of uh, independent pro wrestling, I mean, these guys aren't making, you know a big living out here. So, I mean, uh, let's say Toronto had a severe concussion, and uh, there's a, you got your car, pro.com, there's information there on donating money to help him out or with his hospital bills or whatever, and then uh, hopefully so he gets better and gets back in the ring. Good, good. Um, any uh, any word on his health, Alex, at all? Have you heard anything? Um, the last I heard he was, uh, I heard he, I heard he was uh, out of the hospital. I heard he's, he's better now or whatever. I haven't heard uh, too many updates. That was a that was an unreal scene. I've never seen anything like that at a wrestling show before. The crowd was completely quiet, and then uh, his family was there, and then you could hear him yelling in the in the back and everything. And then uh, it was a it was a real sad moment. And then it shows you, you know, because the Philadelphia crowd. That's my first ever time going there, and you always expect them to be the bloodthirsty crowd that uh, they talk about on uh, the ECW DVD. But I mean. Uh, they they were in silence and very respectful for uh, Lindsay Dorado, and uh, it, was, it was an awesome experience. And hopefully I'll be going back there for February for uh, King of Trios. Ah, have they announced any teams yet? 
No, but they need to book an Anchors Away trio. <laughs> Anchors Away and Alex Alex Saint. Yeah, put why you not? in a little schoolgirl outfit. Why not? I'd be a sailor <laughs> for a night. <laughs> Get Anchors Away and Sakara. <laughs> oh man, that's insane! It's insane. Alrighty, well, I'm going to um, let you go, Jeff. Um, I'm going to let you. Uh, Throw in a couple plugs before we go. All right. Well, uh, for any of you guys listening uh, in the San Diego area, uh, make sure you come out to our show Saturday night. Doors open at 6, shows at 7. It's at the Oceanside Boys and Girls Club. Uh, Got an awesome card. You can check out our website, www.socalprowrestling.com. As you heard earlier, uh, TNT, manager of Jason Redondo, looking to do nothing but make make sure that his man wins and comes up on top. So uh, I guess we'll all be uh, waiting to see what he has up his sleeve uh, come Saturday. And uh, there's uh, I sent over a video for you. Uh, you can check it out. It's TNT and Redondo uh, making that open challenge. Cool. And it's uh, www. WrestleWarehouse.com? WrestleWarehouse.com. Tremendous, tremendous. I will definitely uh, be shopping a little later. And uh, I sent you over that that email just now, so you can check out that uh, that promo they did. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for your time, and good luck in the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I'll talk to you later, Alex. And uh, we will get you on uh, for your February show as well. All right, I appreciate it. All righty. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Caller from the 619. Whom am I speaking with? Okay, I lost him, Alex. I had a caller on the 619 person. Yeah, it was 619. (laughs) Go figure. I wonder if it was Conan or Ray. Oh, you never know. You never know. Actually, I, uh, I have... I have sent out feelers for Conan. I'd love to get that guy on the show. He's always... Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Conan would be an amazing interview. But uh, you talk to me a lot off the air, and then uh, I'll say it, you know, at the end of every show or whatever. uh, I'm really excited about San Diego as a fan, as a wrestler, as whatever. I mean, uh, this is how things get started. You know, people get together, and people want to make a change and make an impact. And, you know, I mean... I really think that uh, San Diego is going to end up being something. I mean, we got two strong promotions in uh, San Diego right now. And then uh, trying to get back to the fans, you know, because we are all fans. That's why we got into business. So <laughs> that's, we're there trying to go. give back. See, a lot of promoters try to take money from the fans, but, you know, we're trying to get your money and give, give you a product that you're worth, you know, you feel that you, you pay for, you know. So True. Well, you know, hopefully that LIII Lucha promotion can continue to run regularly. So that there's, yes. you know, the more the more shots for the boys to work, man, you know, the, the more better it is, man. You know, oh, I agree. Plus, it, it takes more than, you know, more than, uh, you know, you need different ingredients to make that pie, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Because, uh, you know, you need different flavors and, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little lucha. There's nothing wrong with a little strong style. You know, nothing wrong with uh, goofy comedy. There's nothing wrong with uh, an Alex Saint match, you know. You get all, all these, um, you know, different styles. So those that are listening, we are giving away this DVD. The trivia question is: Who was the second WWF 
Intercontinental Champion? If you know the answer, give me a call. 347-215-7946. got about 14 minutes left, so call on in. I want to give this disc away. And uh, we've got 14 minutes left. Uh, enough about San Diego. I want to know what your reaction was to Jericho Week 2. Joke. Chris Jericho. Joke. On, uh, He's done. He's just how another mid-card. Mo- how do you kill the momentum on Week 2? I, I, I would. This is TNA level uh, dropping the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm actually really surprised when I listened to the Brian and Vinny show this morning. I was really surprised that Brian didn't blow a gasket. You know, I, as, as, I thought he was going to really blow a gasket with what they did with, with Jericho. But I guess I mean, saving all that for TNA. But yeah, I mean, I, I've been, I've been, like I said, I've been listening to the Brian and Vinny shows recently. But I mean, uh, that Jericho was the most anticipated thing WWE's had in a while, and how all the brain trust in that company. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, looks like week two they dropped the ball. And with Flair, I mean, where do you go from with Flair now? He's already beat the champ. I mean. I, I, I just I, I question the booking on this show. And then some. Yeah. And then some, I'll tell you. Well, Raw's the flagship flagship of that company, you know. I mean, uh, SmackDown and ECW, you know. I mean, they as long as they have you know a main event to bring to the the pay per views, they're fine. But Raw is the show everyone watches, you know. And then if Raw is doing bad, then usually that's the reflection on the company. I mean, bad as in, you know, storylines and angles or whatever. That's the show everyone watches. So, I mean, wow, what a way to, to, to waste Jericho. I mean, hopefully he's salvageable, but, I mean, I, I don't know if he is. I don't think it is. I mean, they made him just another Mick Carter. That's it. I mean, why they didn't save his, you know, his return match for the Royal Rumble? And then why he just came out and interfered in the main? I mean, you know, I mean, he had something real special there, you know. Well, you know what? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even give him a give him a match at the Rumble. I would have just had him surprise entrant and win the damn thing. Oh, that'd been that'd been amazing too. That'd been amazing. Or, too. or no, not even not even win it. Give him like a you know a Valentine run or a Flair type forty minute. You know he's back and he can still do it, kind of, kind of a performance as opposed to you know winning the whole thing. But well, there's never been a guy who's made a debut at the Rumble and won it. I mean, uh, not a debut necessarily, but a re-debut or whatever. Right. Right. And I think that's. I mean, I think. I mean, it's just never been utilized. I think that'd be a powerful tool. You know, they could have definitely, you know, brought out Jericho at the Rumble and just had him win the whole thing. You know, because that a, you know, I mean, that's the thing about pay per view. You know, you want to give the people who paid the money something for their, you know, for, some for their buck. And that definitely exactly. would have made a lot of people happy. Well, see, the thing is, though, that's kind of a catch-22. You can't bring in, say, you know, a guy you're bringing up right from developmental that you're high on and put him in that right. spot. It's got to right. be someone that's been established that's coming back, and that spot would have been perfect for Jericho. I mean, I would have I I did it that way. I agree. Because, I mean, you know, I would have... I wouldn't even start, you know, the all the little messages and shit. I wouldn't even started it yet. Yeah. I'd let him go on all his book tours and all this other shit. You know, then uh, say first or second week in December, I'd start with just those little hints. 
because the internet, I mean, it's, it really is a, a it, it really does hurt, you know, the big wrestling companies, TNA, WWE. I mean, nowhere on the internet where you find who Jason Redondo's mystery opponent is on Saturday, but you can definitely find out exactly when Jericho's coming back to TV. But, I mean, if everyone would have known that he'd have been in the Rumble, you know, that could have popped the buy rate for the Royal Rumble, you know. It's, it's already high bot show, so, I mean, you might have popped it that just a little bit more, you know. Yeah, that's right. I just, I don't understand. I mean, the the thing is, you know, it's it's TV writers booking pro wrestling. It doesn't work that way. I mean, look at all the talent that they have. I mean, Dusty could be the head fucking writer on Raw. But, you know, I mean, sure, Crockett, you know, pretty much went out of business when he was booking, but that wasn't his fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Dusty's fucking brilliant. There you go. I mean, I don't understand why they can let someone like Paul Heyman just go. Paul exactly. Heyman, uh, he's, he's been my favorite booker ever. And then uh, I don't understand how he let someone that talented go. Because, I mean, every time he touched that product, I mean, it took a definite change for the better. I remember when he was booking SmackDown. Oh. And then that, that, was an aw- that was awesome stuff. That was and then what, the next uh, week he left, you could just t- tell the change. So depressing. They, that was when they first brought in the, uh, the tag, t- tag straps, right, to SmackDown? Yes. With uh, uh, Ray, and Ray and Edge, yeah. Angle and Benoit, and then the Guerreros, World's Greatest uh, Tag Team, the Basham. Mysterio and Edge. Yeah, I mean, jeez. Talk about yeah. making a title important. Yeah. You know? Plus, look, look, at, look at what they did with, with Lesnar. You know, yeah. he, was, he was as green as the pot I smoked this morning, but <laughs> they brought him in with Heyman, with good writing, and they put him in there with good people, and he grew, and, you know, he became a star. Speaking of someone who's grown, speaking of someone who's grown, I mean, uh, a little off-subject again, I've been known to do that, but Randy Orton is on a different level of human right now. I mean, Randy Orton is one of the top wrestlers in that company right now. I don't know what got into him, because I used to not be a fan of his at all, but I I mean... I do. I think, you know what I think <clears throat> I think he knows he's on his last you know his last uh, do over you know I think he's he's figured it out and you know this is his last shot you know he can't oh, be so fucking up I think he's so young and he's, he's yeah but that's that's not the point I mean this kid's burned some major bridges well no that's what I'm saying I mean I'm just, I'm saying he's so young I mean he's got I mean, he's so good right now, and he's so young, you know. I mean, the sky is the limit for him as long as he can keep his attitude in check. I mean, what do you think it is? What do you think his problem is? I mean, do you you think he's got problems with too many, you know, take too many gimmicks, or he's just, you know, immature, or? You have no idea. I mean, I don't even even want to begin to speculate what it's like working that WWE schedule and, you know, whatever his background was, you know. I mean, but the one thing I do see though is the kid's got he's he's amazing in the ring. I mean, I mean for all anybody who's considering getting in the business or you know people who want to watch the bit, look at Randy Orton's face when he's wrestling. His visuals are just awesome at all times. That's right. He's total believable in the ring, in my opinion. That's what's missing nowadays. Are guys you know guys aren't you know using? I mean, in the ring, it's not just your arms, your legs, your back, your stomach, it's also your face. You're able, you're, if you can tell a story with your face, you know, you're you're going to be a star because, you know, I mean, obviously it's a TV-based 
product and and the the facials on the on the screen are you know what counts like uh regal perfect example you know regal's Tawada. able to tell a story with his face Tawada was always amazing with his facials I yeah, mean. there you go you know sticking his tongue through his fucking teeth you know he <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kawada is a perfect example too. I mean, you're we're American. We don't speak Japanese, or most of us don't. And we sit there and we watch this stuff with the Japanese commentary. We get the emotional feeling from from the commentators, and then you see the guy in the ring, and just the way he's selling and grimacing, and it, it's. I I don't want to say that it's a lost art, but it's getting that way. I, I definitely I definitely believe it is. I mean, because uh. It's something. I mean, I, you don't see too many people. Do, uh, I don't know. It's not, I don't. I, I don't know if people just aren't good at it today or what the problem is. But I mean, some uh, you definitely don't see. Uh, uh, they just want to get in all their high spots and get their shit in. This, wrestling is so much more than just the the moves in the ring. That's something I've, I've learned. That's, uh, that's the easy part. That's yeah. Well, yes, the easy part is learning the moves. I mean, it's the the psychology and know where you're at in the ring, and then your facials, and then wh- why you do the moves you do. And I mean, it's so it's it's a thinking man's game. I mean, that's why. I mean, I, I love getting out there and trying it. You know, I mean, because it's, it's an awesome feeling. You know, and it, you're always the, the creative process to put uh, going out there and working a match is just so fulfilling for me. <laughs> and that's that's what you're going to learn when you go up to buddy school. You're going to learn proper psychology. Oh yeah, that's that's the reason why I want to go up there because I mean I understand that I mean it's not some of the greatest some of my biggest influencers right now don't they're not flashy workers I mean Larry Sweeney and Adam Pierce I mean those guys are not flashy workers by any means but I mean those guys are so amazing at the little things and I mean that's really what I want to learn that's why I want to go to Buddy Wayne School so I can learn you know a lot about psychology a lot about the the old you know the I hate to say it's the old style, but I mean the the style of going in there working and telling a story with the match, vice getting moves to the to tell the story of the match. Well, you know, the business is you know it is one big circle. You know, shit comes around and and it'll leave and it'll come back again. You know, soon the the high spots and the the spot monkeys. I'm sorry about the bad comment guys out there, <laughs> or flyers or whatnot, but. Soon it'll be gone, and then it'll be back to the way it was, old school, sitting there telling a story for 25 minutes in the ring. So, you know, it's important to know, you know, what came before you because it will end up coming after you. I have to say the people that are able to do that, because, I mean, another reason I don't do it is because I'm just not I'm not as athletic as, you know, the, a lot of people who do that kind of work. But, I mean, if you look in Japan, I mean, companies like NOAA, in New Japan and all Japan, they they do tours where they'll do a series of shows and they'll take a a month break, I believe, or a two month break or whatever. They'll take a break and then they'll start running shows again. That's that's you know one of the reasons is I mean this the style is hard on your body, you know. And I mean a lot of these guys are doing this kind of style every weekend. And I mean uh, I hate to see the I mean I hate to see any wrestler's body when he turns forty, you know. But I mean a lot of these guys, you know. A lot of these guys are amazing at what they do, but, I mean, they're going to be hurting for it later. But, I mean, that's that's one of the things you you know when you get into the business, you know. Your body, <laughs> you might be in a wheelchair by the time you're 60, but, I mean, you know, I'm doing what you love, so. Well, you just need to, you know, watch yourself and be careful so that you don't end up in that wheelchair when you're 40. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, really. You know, if you gotta work safe, you know, for yeah. everybody involved. You know, because everybody's gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta you gotta protect yourself and protect the other guy and I mean wrestling is so vast and I mean there's so much going on. That's why I try to explain to people who aren't fans. I mean there's just so much going on in the ring when you're watching a match. I mean, it's like people can't grasp it, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's an amazing art. I mean, it's an amazing art. I've gotten to just what I call an art now. I mean, it's, a, it's amazing to look at. If, like I've said many times, if it's if it's done properly, it's the most beautiful art form in the world. And that's, you know, that's my opinion, and I am going to stand by that. And I agree with Alex, you. We have uh, yeah. one minute to go. Okay, no one so, answered uh, the question? <laughs> no one answered the question. Can so, I answer it? You don't get the disc. Oh, that's cool. I already got it. All right, what's the answer? It wasn't Pedro Morales. Wrong. No. He was the third. Oh, boo. Ken Patera. Oh, what? WWE uh, 24-7, they're having the first episode of uh, History of the Intercontinental Champion. And the first one oh, wow. was, was Pat Patterson. He uh, won that Rio de Janeiro Phantom Tournament. Then he lost it to Patera, and Patera lost it to Morales. Okay. Hopefully, I can, uh, hopefully I'll can. i be adding to my DVD library that uh, Rio de Janeiro tournament pretty soon. Yeah, that's true. Heard, heard it's an awesome show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard there's footage of it, same as the uh, Atlantic cage match with Buzz Sawyer and Tommy Rich. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got about 40 seconds left. I'm going to give you the office for your quick plugs, brother. Okay, go to www.newwayprowrestling.com, go to www.myspace.com backslash newwayprowrestling, and go to www.myspace.com backslash cmsaint, add me as a friend, add New Wave as a friend, uh, check out all New Wave's new videos, come January 12th, get prepared to be loud, and uh, don't touch me, you probably stink. But add me as a friend, I'll talk to you. Alright, and for me, www.myspace.com backslash radio. You can get all the archives on the site. Alex, thank you for your time, brother. Thank you, brother. I'd love to do it again. Anytime. All right, man. Keep it easy. Later. Well, that was fun. Another show in the can.